Welcome to Home Talk Creators, where we get to know the inspirational people who make up the Home Talk community. Today, we're getting to know Rachel Metz, creator of the popular YouTube channel Living to DIY. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to chat with you. You're one of my favorite DIY experts. Your videos are super inspirational. Uh, and I love everything you've been posting on Home Talk. Let's just jump right in. How did you get into this? How did you get into DIY? I've always had just a love for creating things. And I was never one of those kids that like fell in love with a sport like soccer and kept up with it. Like I, even though sports interested me, I wasn't looking to pursue it. But arts and crafts always kind of spoke to me. So Later in life, when I started trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I'm like, well, the only thing I like doing is creating things, you know, from start to finish. I like just the process of turning nothing into something. And so I decided to record it and start a YouTube channel and try to become the next Martha Stewart of our time. Well, I think you're well on your way. Your videos are really beautiful and your posts do, uh, they do such a good job of walking someone through the process. I Thank took a you. look. Yeah, thank you. I, I looked at like your DIY concrete planter, which right now is at the top of your home talk project. And it seems like a complicated thing to do, but you explain it step by step and it's less intimidating. Yeah, that was my whole goal when I first started my channel because I studied other DIY YouTubers for about like three months before starting my channel because I wanted to see, of course, like what I liked and I didn't like. And then I just tried to execute that into my videos. So, you know, anybody that doesn't DIY and maybe just like double taps it on Instagram or whatever, like they're been, they've been so intimidated. I want them to be able to come across my videos and be like, wait, are you kidding me? This is how easy it is. Cause I feel like there is no thorough process, thorough, thorough, sorry, process. Um, when it comes to other tutorials. Like I feel like people kind of are like magicians in that sense in this world. Like they leave out one little detail so you can't exactly replicate it. But for me, it's like, what's the fun in that? You know, everybody should have full access to it. Yeah, I agree completely. So do you have recommendations on projects for getting started? Like if we look at your home talk page now, you have 43 projects. If someone like me wanted to just dive in and get started What's an easy one? What's a good one for someone who's maybe a little intimidated? Um, I need to – I'm going on to my home talk, sorry, right now to make sure I know what projects are up there. But just in general, <laughs> anything that involves hot glue I feel like is honestly the, the most simple DIY you could do because everybody has hot glue, I feel like. Um, nice. Okay. Let me see. A good one. If we're going off of the one on my home talk, I would have to say – the DIY, DIY mason jar centerpiece is super easy because it's literally just taking glass and painting it and then throwing baby's breath and a simple decor piece in there. But if you want to do an actual project, the DIY plant hanger is actually insanely easy because that's like craft wood. So I feel like when people look at DIYs and they have to deal with nails and wood, it's so scary. But then if you were to just watch it, it's like craft wood that you could essentially break and then you just need a hammer and four nails and you create something so awesome. So I was looking at the DIY concrete planter. I've never worked with concrete before. Yeah, it's not hard at all, actually. It's almost like making a cake, um, like a boxed cake. It's super, super simple. Nice. 
Okay, I'm going through the photos right now. Do you have any advice, any special tips? Yeah, with concrete, you know, I don't use it too often for big builds because I'm not quite there yet. Uh, but you literally just buy like a quick reet, and that's, I think, one of the fastest drying concretes. So it's not like you have to have a lot of patience when you're doing small projects like this with concrete. Because I also feel like people don't use it because it's a drying process and they're just like, oh my God, I don't want to wait that long. Um, but it's totally worth it. So I literally just poured it in a bowl, mixed it with water till it was a consistency that I thought was good. And like I said, it's like cake batter. Like you kind of, you start to feel what's right. And then like, don't be scared if you mess up, you know, cause you have a whole big bag. You can't buy like little things of concrete. So if you mess up, you just try again. That's Basically good advice for any DIY, yeah. right? Like you mess up, you can try it again. Yeah, I always say it's good. It's better to have more than to have less when you're doing DIYs. Because like the minute you're like, oh, I'm only going to use two glue sticks. You're like, no, you should have bought six because that's normally what happens with DIYs. <laughs> well, and you can just give the rest away to your friends, right? Yeah, exactly. We have a we have a mini human in our house. So anything I don't use, I just add to her school supplies collection. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. So let's talk about your process. Uh, you know, I don't even know where to begin. I'm still very new to DIY. Uh, oh, you so, are? Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been like craftsy for a long time. Uh, and I actually was married to someone who was an ex-Mormon. And so we did a lot of things ourselves, but they okay. were, it was more like cooking things. Like I would roast my own coffee and I make my own bread and so I'm used to this idea that I want to make something instead of buying it, but it's new for me to extend that to my house. You know, yeah. it's new to like, there's a difference between baking a cake and baking a cake out of concrete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, totally. Um, yeah, but it's the same thing essentially for the process of like, do you mean discovering a DIY or just like teaching myself how to do it? Yeah. What's your process teaching yourself all these new things? Um, so for me, I, I'm kind of like, I take, I'll look up a bunch of tutorials of what I want to do. So for instance, for this guy, I just looked up concrete planners. And then when I start like clicking on tutorials, if like I said before, you know, some bloggers leave steps out, like almost to not have you replicated exactly like them. If I notice that within a tutorial, I'll take what I like from that, that one and then keep looking at other ones. And I kind of like, take a direction from each tutorial I see that I like because I've never found a tutorial that is um, through and through exactly what I want to follow. So I create my own out of others' inspiration because I also want to make it as easy as possible for myself because to be honest, I, I want to craft, I want to do 10 projects in one day. I don't want to spend one whole day doing one project is kind of how I am because I need to constantly be creating. So I try to just I don't want to say dumb it down, but I, I kind of do. I kind of just get it to its bare bones of what you really need to do versus the 50 extra steps that other tutorials have you do. Yeah, you're simplifying things, which yeah. I think is is why people love your work. I mean, most of us want that experience of making something ourselves, but we don't want it to be harder than it needs to be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so what's your process when you're actually going through and making something for the first time? What do you do like if you mess up and you have to correct it? Oh, man. Well, for instance, yeah, I'm trying to think of a DIY recently that I had. Oh, I did a dog teepee recently. And that was my first time actually like building a mini structure. And it doesn't sound like too intimidating 
because you're like, oh, it's a teepee. You just get some sticks, you know, and you're fine. And I started building it with different power tools that I haven't used before really and totally ended up making a tent. Like I didn't even make a teepee. And I was sitting there just like, how did I even get here? Like what is happening? Like this is not what I wanted to do. But at the same time, like I didn't want to get rid of the wood because I don't work with wood a lot. Um, So I didn't want to waste it and like go buy more wood because I'm not a woodworker really. So I just finagled it and kind of manipulated it into something that I could work with. And I ended up like hot gluing the wood together. Like I didn't even use any screws. I'm like, I don't think I need to use screws, right? Like this doesn't make sense. And so I'm like, hot glue's glue's fine. And I literally hot glued the wood together. So it's just as I'm going along, I'm like, okay, do I want to use 50 nails and like have the chance that my dog will get nicked by one? Or can I just like use hot glue and my life will be a lot more you know, less stressed when she's in it. (laughs) So um, yeah, that's kind of my process. I just kind of figure out, I get over the speed bumps as they come. That makes sense. And you know, you have a little human and you have a bulldog, so you need to make some adaptations so things are friendly for them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Most definitely. Oh my gosh, my dog's just coming over and just putting her head on my computer. (laughs) Hey, sorry. I saw you made your own leash. I love that. Yeah, I really like the chunkiness of the rope. Um, but anytime I went on like Free People or whatever Etsy shop had them, they were so expensive. And I was just like, I can make this for less. I can figure this out. And other people used metal. And I just, again, I stuck with like E6000 and hot glue. And, and they're always my best friends. So I just decided to post it. because so I'm like, dang, this is way easier than I thought it was going to be. Because I don't dye stuff ever. I, I'm, I'm so terrified of dye. And then when it actually worked, I was like, oh, wait, okay, I got this. <laughs> this is okay. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, we buy things for our pets, but uh, I like the idea of it being homemade, you know, because it's from love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like my, it's literally my present to her, not like a present I bought at the store. Nice. So your dog is super cute. Um, What's your dog's name? Her name's Callie, like the California. (laughs) Callie. And she was, uh, what, snoring? Yeah, she can't sleep without, like, touching me or being near my leg. And then right now she's, like, all up in my face just, like, um, I think she can hear your voice. So she's trying to figure out who's in the computer. She's, like, looking at the screen all (laughs) crazy. Uh, She constantly has FOMO and she's the loudest snorer. So (laughs) her in a nutshell. And pets are really, like... An interesting mix with DIY. I I used to have a parakeet and the parakeet would just try and get in everything. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine having a bird. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, they they can go right in it. Well, with with a bird, you either isolate yourself or you isolate your parakeet. Like you don't don't do like the hot glue projects. (laughs) So I'm still looking through uh, your Home Talk page. Do you have any forums or other posters on home talk that you find inspirational or maybe figures on youtube like where do you get your inspiration my inspiration actually uh just comes from the humans that are in my life to be completely honest i'm surrounded i'm i'm very blessed to be surrounded by such hard working people that are consistently living and going after their dreams so the inspiration really just comes from those i surround myself with if that sounds I hope that doesn't sound too weird. Um, I don't really have someone that I watch and I'm like, okay, I want to be like them because there's, and I also don't want to sound cocky. I hope this doesn't come off this way, but like, there's nobody like me in the, in the field, you know, like I can never find someone to relate to. So I kind of just pull, 
like I said, how I did before, like I pull steps from different tutorials. I kind of pull different characteristics and um, like, oh, I like that person's mentality. I like how this person uses this camera. I like how they edit their videos. Like I kind of just pluck a little something from each person that I'm feeling. That makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. And it's uh, it's not like, I don't think you're out of line at all. You have a very unique vibe. What you're doing is, you know, it's you. And, I, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to that, like feeling like the whatever we have to do, whatever we have to create is uniquely ours. Yeah, I feel like um, I guess a better way to explain it would be like for me, when I watch YouTube, I, a lot of the channels feel the same, if that makes sense. And because it's either because like the numbers are doing really well, if you portray yourself this way, or, you know, if you have hot pinks and neon colors in your thumbnail, you're going to get more views. Or if you stick to only one kind of DIY, you know, you're going to blow up or whatever it may be. And for me, I kind of was like, well, why can't you just do everything and not have like such a... Uh, I think my approach is a little bit more masculine because I am personally in my day-to-day -day life, I am such a tomboy. So when I was like, I had this very girly side of me of like wanting to do florals and uh, make room decor that incorporated pinks or whatever, but I don't like pink at all in my actual life. So it was just weird. I was like, okay, how, how come nobody's really become an example for people like me? Because I know I'm not the only one. Like all my friends are just like me as well. Like they are very unique with their approach to things. And it's fun because you get in inspired by people like that. But I haven't been able to really find that in the DIY world. As weird as that sounds. No, it totally makes sense. You've got the things that will blow up versus, you know, the things that a lot of us are actually relating to. You know, so many of my friends are tomboys. And so many of the women that I know who are craftsy are doing it, you know, in this more authentic way. There's like the thing you can do to blow up on social media versus the thing that's actually really authentic. And yeah, I think exactly. part of why, you know, people love what you're doing, what part of why I love what you're doing is it comes across as very real. Thank you. I try yeah. my hardest, actually, as, as weird as that sounds, I try my hardest to be as real with everybody as possible. It takes a certain effort to be real, like on social media. That's It's a thing. It's hard to do, actually. It is extremely hard, especially in, you know, the YouTube world where it's all like clickbait and, you know, hanging out with the most popular YouTubers and vlogging and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like none of that sounds fun. I just want to be with my dog in my workshop in my garage, cutting wood and learning about new power tools and what I could be creating versus like trying to get numbers up. So I don't know, it was weird for me to make the transition because I did post so many selfies before I, you know started pursuing my dreams. And once I did, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't want to post my face everywhere. Like I want to post my projects. And when I did, I lost so many followers. Like I, when I stopped posting inside looks on my life and I started posting my work, I totally had backlash from it. Like my numbers went down by half and I, and it freaked me out. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to give in and, you know, post really cool photos of what I'm eating or my face or what I'm wearing. And when I had that struggle, I stopped. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm just going to post exactly what I want to. And, and people that are going to like it are going to follow along. And that's going to be like my family, you know, versus the people that were sticking around because I was posting what pants I was wearing, you know. And so, yeah, that gets me excited when people message me and they say, oh, you're so real. This is so cool. And then I'm, I, I respond to everybody, too. That's another thing. Like, I always engage with people because I wouldn't be able to do what I would be doing now if it wasn't for people like 
just wanting to be a part of my life. It's just so awesome. It's hard to lose followers, but it's it's so much more satisfying when people are liking you for what you want to be, right? Yeah, because, you know, for me, it's always, uh, I always look at it as, I never want to, like, in five years for someone that's following me to be like, whoa, she has changed, like, her channel four times. She has gone into three different avenues of work, like, leaving DIY behind and following fashion or leaving fashion behind and following vlogging. Like, I want them to always be like, no, she's been the same person. She's just made, like, little tweaks, but I never want to seem like, uh, like, you got to know me and then I just switched gears. You know, I don't, I don't want that ever to happen. I want just to be the same person, always. Well, if you're always authentically you, people will see that. You can grow and evolve, but as long as you're, you know, as long as it's still you hanging out with your dog doing uh, your creations, I think people yeah. people will see that. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> this is so great. I feel really inspired, which is um, what I was hoping for. Oh, I love that. That makes me so excited. That's exactly why I do what I do. <laughs> Well, you're really good at it. I appreciate it. Uh, do you have any other um, advice for our listeners or stories that uh, you'd want to share? Yeah, I mean, from I can share two things. The first one is if you are getting into DIYing and it is your first time around in this world, don't give up. Um, some projects you kind of have to... You know, it's kind of like cooking and baking. You got to see which DIYs are really your forte and what you enjoy doing. So if you do one that you aren't a fan of, don't let it shun you away from the DIY world. Try one more just for me and make sure that it's something that you are truly interested in creating for yourself or for somebody else. And then I promise you it will be so easy after that once you do something that you like. <laughs> oh, I love and, that. Well, and if people like me do get inspired and they want you to know that you help them along, uh, how should how should they should they put it in the comments in Home Talk or in YouTube? How oh should yeah, they they, you, know? you know I I actually check every single piece of social media that I have, so it kind of is the easiest form for whoever is doing the project. Um, but you can tag me on Instagram or you know slide into my DMs, anything. I check all my socials, so no matter where you do or do not have access to, um, I will be there. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And then I was just going to say one more thing. The second thing is, you know, when it comes to just pursuing something you want to do in life, whether it be DIY or not, I do have to say, just like with DIYs, you have to really give it your all. So just be consistent within giving your all to something and it should come naturally in all areas of your life and it will always prove with success at the end. So good advice for DIY and uh, for life in general. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to be watching more of your videos today. And uh, I think I'm going to give this a try. Um, yeah, I would love to see what you come up with. I cannot wait. I bet you it's way easier than you're thinking it's going to be. I think the hard part is just going to be, you know, doing some of this for the first time, you know, going yeah. and finding a Joann's and uh, doing the hot glue and uh, Ming sure like, I'm scared I'm going to get glue on my fingers. Uh, yeah, know? be careful with that. Be careful with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, every beginnings are always a little difficult, but um, I think after I do like my first project, then it'll get easier from there. And I've got all the step by steps here in your post on Home Talk and on your YouTube. Not so hard. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm super stoked to see you try it. I feel the same way when I uh, 
when I pick up a power tool, you know, cause I've kind of done every, not done everything in the DIY world, but I wanted to be a little bit more challenged. So when I walk into a Home Depot, I definitely get the same feeling that you're going to get when you go into Joann's. You're kind of like, um, where is everything? But I don't really want to ask for help because I want to look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> or at least that's what I do. <laughs> I want to tell myself that I know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I've been making like coding, you know, I've been building technology and I've been oh making gosh. things in the kitchen. Yeah, like I'm a maker. A lot of my friends are makers and it's just getting over like that little hump of transitioning to like a new kind of a project. And and what I want is just to remind myself that, you know, I've made so many things, I've made so many difficult things, and it doesn't have to be perfect, because it's just for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and coding, I mean, girl, that is so gnarly. So (laughs) mad respect for that. That is like the most creative thing you I feel like anybody could do, because that's just like, straight brain work. DIYs for me are so uh, therapeutic and coding. I'd be like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I could use something therapeutic. A lot of us in tech, you know, it's good to get out of our brains and do something. It's good to get out of your head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And something, you know, something concrete. A lot of times with software, it's like an endless project. You're waiting for it to ship and you're waiting for it to be done. And the idea of just taking an afternoon and like, I made it, I did it. That sounds really incredible. Yeah, and to be able to hold it too. I mean, technology is so, uh, it's just kind of living in your computer with this. At least you can like grab it and touch it and feel it. And that's something for me that, that's something that I absolutely love is like, oh, hey, I can hold this. And like, I made this. This is crazy. Yeah, it's tactile. That's very special. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, I'm so excited to meet you. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all of your advice. All of I your feel wisdom. so grateful for you having me on here. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm honestly blown away. Thank you so much. listening to Home Talk DIY Creators. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave a comment in the reviews for this podcast on iTunes. Every review means so much to me and to the guests who come on the show. You can find more interviews with DIY creators, including notes and photos from today's show, on the Home Talk blog at blog.hometalk.com. Our special guests read and write back to the comments regularly, so look for the post about today's show and let Rachel know how she inspired you. And for more DIY creators, just click subscribe on iTunes.